This is the Stop Time Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Hopkins, and I'm here to engage you in thought-provoking motivational conversations around practicing the art of living in the moment. I'm a certified life coach, and I'm excited to dig deep and offer insights into embracing who we are and where we are at. So today I'm speaking with David Josephsberg, whose Broadway credits include The Prom, Waitress, An Act of God, Honeymoon in Vegas, Motown the Musical, uh, The Wedding Singer, Les Mis, and Grease, to name a few. He received a Drama League nomination for his performance in Off-Broadway's Alter Boys, and most recently, David starred as Adam Maitland in Broadway's Beetlejuice. Welcome, David. I'm so, I'm so excited to spend some time with you today and stop time. I'm as, as super excited as well. Um, if it's okay with you, I'd love to just jump right in. Let's jump. Yay! Tell us a bit about that moment on where you were and what was going on um, on March 12th when you heard about the Broadway shutdown. Sure. So March 12th, was the, that, was a, that was the Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. So what happened is we, were, we had our day off as Thursday was our day off. Okay. So actually it was the Friday that it happened because all day Friday we were... De- figuring out if we're going to be going in, if are we going into this? I'm, I live in New Jersey, uh, and we were like, are we getting on the train? A lot of us live out there. Are we going in? What's happening? No. Oh, it's closed. Oh, you know what? We'll have a nice weekend off. Great. So actually, crazily enough, uh, a couple of folks from Beetlejuice um, and I and some other people played poker in person on Friday <laughs> night. Oops. So, yeah, whoops. But you know what? <laughs> Nothing happened. And then uh, I guess, you know, then the weekend happened, and then we realized, I guess, that, that this was not just a few-day thing, and here we are. Like, was there a, a seminal moment when you were like, this is real? On the Friday, I, we, we really didn't know it was coming. We really were like, maybe we are going in tonight. Mm. So, I mean, obviously then, that, like later that day, getting more news and over the weekend, then still, even then it really wasn't, it, it didn't really hit home for a long time because who knew it was going to be like a year or more? We thought it was still just a, a not quite as big as it, it has turned out that it is. Yeah, no, fair. And you're certainly not alone in that, right? Absolutely. So what, was your, what would you say was your... Uh, the greatest concern at that time? Oh, well, okay. So I would say that I'm mostly a positive person and being an actor in the business for 50 years, I've also learned how to live while not working. And in fact, it's part of the happiness of my life is to be able to spend time with my children when I'm not working so that when I'm working so crazily, I don't necessarily get to see them as much. So I guess my my biggest concern was just for sick for wellness mm. uh, uh, my, uh, and also for the children. Although at the beginning it was really great and they were studying and reading and playing games and playing sports with me and outside and we were all getting together. And then that sort of, I guess, went from, wow, I'm going to have to spend the next year with just my dad. So then it, it didn't quite, it didn't quite keep up. My son was like, let's watch the whole Marvel canon. I'm like, you got it. So we got to Thor, and now he's like, well, I think I'd rather play Fortnite with my friends. Uh, <laughs> I guess also, though, that, uh, Beetlejuice was probably, I mean, I've had a lot of great jobs, but Beetlejuice was the most lucrative. Hmm. And uh, it was just a great, a great job. The people, the, the, 
the acclaim that we were getting for it and that it was continuing on. We were about to make a movie of mm. Beetlejuice, like they just did of Hamilton, which would have been great. Yeah. So, you know, fearful of of quite a bit of of my end of the bar, my end of bringing money in is was just gone. Yeah. No. Of course. I mean, that makes perfect sense. I'm curious what you know, when you had those thoughts and worries, when you were feeling fear, what actions did you take? Um, well, uh, so I have sort of a, a, a secondary love career, which actually wasn't, not a career, it was a, a learning or a studying. Uh, about eight years ago, I became a personal trainer. Three years ago, I started to become a, a health coach with uh, HCI. And uh, so I was doing that. I was doing it backstage at the prom, doing all these different uh, things. I was learning meditation. I was reading Tony Robbins. I was reading Eckhart Tolle. I was doing all these things. And so I threw myself right into uh, finishing up, becoming a health coach. And I found something called breath work, which is now my new passion. And just keeping as many positive things happening in the day, waking up, learning, growing, meditating, working out quite a lot. And I'll tell you, of course, uh, there was a lot of, well, what people might say is failure and a lot of bourbon and a lot of late nights <laughs> and a lot of, whoa. So I guess I was taking the balance and trying to push it a little more positive so that I don't fall way towards the negative. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I love that. And well, you know, it, it sounds like um, you were able to recognize those moments when you were maybe you know, sitting, sitting in that sort of <laughs> victim mode that we all felt at a certain point, you know, and I say victim meaning, you know, we were sort of at, at the expense of things that were happening to us. Of course. So, yeah. 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 No, that makes perfect sense. So what would you say, what is your definition of living in the moment? Oh, living in the moment. My definition. Um, I guess there's a lot of different things, but Mostly it's, well, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm this, all of this is all the like the hivey, foofy, foodie, doofy stuff, but that's where I am right now. So I guess living in the moment is for me, not doing what I think other, other people think is great or what people want, but finding the things that bring me joy and, and spending as much time possibly doing that, making that my career, uh, not, think, not thinking about the past, thinking that I can't do this because last time it didn't work out or something like that. So seeing each new moment as something to enjoy and go through and not to have a result as the final goal, but to just have the moment to live into it. Mm. No, I love that. Can I, can, I, can I ask you something? Something stood out to me about what you said just then. Yes. Um, you said you started, you prefaced the, the answer with, I don't want to sound all blah, 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 but, that, but this is where I am right now. And I'm curious about that. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so what's um, behind that? Yeah. What is behind it? I guess it's uh, somewhere in me think, I didn't want to be, oh, I'm on this podcast. This is me figuring this out right now. Uh, want to be on this podcast and be, give like answers that, make sense or that fits the the package when it's just what it right now that's what i feel yeah no i love that 
And, and you know, I, I sort of celebrate you for embracing that and for sharing that. So thank you. I, oh, guess I, I guess what I'm really curious about is you didn't want to sound woo-woo or whatever. I'm curious, where is that coming from? Where is that limiting belief about or that fear? Why? Why not? Why do you not want to sound that if that's where you are? Can I change now? I want to sound that way. <laughs> <laughs> you can absolutely. You are a choice. I really do. I have because I have been. I'm actually on a step where I have decided to take this learning and stuff and not just make. Oh, those hands are crazy. You guys can't see what's happening, but I talk with my hands quite a bit. It's wonderful. Um, uh, so I'm putting. I'm taking some action, and with that action, I can't have the belief of I don't want to be woo woo. So you are a hundred percent correct. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so what, how would you reframe that? Go ahead. Oh, you're going to say something. Go I was ahead. just going to say that I love woo woo. So why would I be, Oh, I don't want to, I hope it doesn't offend people. I don't make other people feel a certain way about that. And it, so, you know, I, and just putting out there a little bit for myself to the community and my friends and people, it has been accepted. It brought me to it, like intense tears just out of ha like, fulfilling happiness that I said, you know what? I'm taking this step. I'm putting it out there. I'm letting people know. And so many people from so many different areas of my life were cheering me on. I said, put a, a hell yes in the comment. And 500 people are, are interested in getting more information and hearing about it. So I am actually all for <laughs> Hell Yeah. Hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're able to, to practice being in the moment when you can. You have a certain awareness of it, obviously. What kind of things take you out of being in the moment? I mean, there's lots of things. My kids feeling, feeling like I'm doing so many different things that I'm spread too thin. And there's a pandemic and, and there's Black Lives Matter and there's uh, my children going to school and I'm still also going to be in musical theater and I still want to sing and I want to get this career off ground. So that's, all of those things are constantly, are constant thoughts in my brain. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that, you know, the meditations and the breathing that shuts off that part of your brain that says you can't and this and that and it allows you to find the true authentic things that you want to uh, do. What discoveries have you made about yourself that maybe you wouldn't have made if you hadn't been confronted with, with what, what's going on in the world? Yeah, so many things. First of all, back to even just theater. Hmm. Um, I, I need to keep a piece of that in my life. So it's exciting to be reinvigorated with the, the energy of knowing that I still love that. And want to, it, it depends on what, what way probably some Broadway, just in putting singing in what I do. Um, uh, but, but like as far as life, I would say that I can take action. I'm known and known by myself as well as someone who's happy anywhere. So the hard part, the, the, the good part about that, that there's, a, there's a, a great part and I love that. I love that it's true. I see it, I have two children. Uh, my oldest is someone who has specific things that bring him joy. And my youngest is like, put me anywhere. What? I'm, I'm in the middle of, oh, look at that. There's a, there's a, I can talk to that chipmunk for an hour. And I feel like I'm the same kind of person. So I feel like that has stopped me from taking action that will get me somewhere deeper of something that, I, that will really bring me joy. And I think I'm coming to that during this pandemic. Mm. 
That's super interesting. And, and let's unpack that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I feel like I should lay down. Should I lay down? So, <laughs> so what stood out for me right there was um, the, what you described about how you could be distracted by, you know, the cool squirrel, mm -hmm. you know, it was under the uh, auspices as I'm a joyous person. I find joy everywhere. So I'm inferring that you found joy in what could, you were distracted by the joy, joyous nature of the squirrel. Let's just say, sure. okay. Yeah. Just, and, and so what stands out to me is that you also said, but that's what keeps me from doing what I really want to do. Or it slows me down is what I'm hearing. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Yes. I feel like it. you know what? I'm happy enough here. Instead of, like, right now I'm finding that what has happened in the past three, four months has brought me at least as much joy or, at, no, more joy than other things in my life. So it's a deeper find, something that, it's, it's, it's a connection that's, you know, theater's connection. There's, that's why I love theater. There's so much connection with people in the casts, so much connection with your audience, the energy that you're passing back and forth. but something else of and that helps people sure but being able to find a way to help other people find that joy and happiness is something that is bringing me so much more excitement and i feel like you know what if this didn't happen i would have i would have done finished the broadway show probably got another one which is amazing i'm completely grateful for all of that and all of my career but i'm also so grateful that this has opened up new doors mm. Yeah, I'm hearing um, a massive value for connection. Yeah. It, yes. And it sounds like you were able to stop long enough, in air quotes, to look at the squirrel, get a, to not be playing Adam in Beetlejuice and the best paying job you've ever had with the wonderful cast and all of that stuff, yeah. to look at that squirrel <laughs> and be, be joyous and have the space to realize that connection's important to you. And it sounds like that resilience, that joy resilience that you have, that you were able to bounce back with this space and go, oh, there's other things that bring me joy. Uh, yes, and I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it, stop time, 100%. And even not just that, taking walks with my dogs, with my wife, when she works, very, she works really hard, she works all day, I work all night, so, you know, our, our best times are when we're on vacation or when we're get some time alone. And this has given us this stop time has gotten me back to what really is bringing me the true joy. Yeah, no, that's, that's brilliant. And I would venture to say, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that while you were doing Beetlejuice and doing the thing and being a dad and being a husband and, you know, doing your life that yeah. you were pretty joyous. Oh, it was, yeah, one of the my one of the best times of my life. Yeah. So isn't it amazing? Yeah. To realize that when that was taken away from you, I'm sure there was a moment where you're kind of like, oh, <laughs> you know, like heels in the ground, kind of like, wait, this, yeah, you yeah. know. You know, it, it's actually hitting. It hits me more uh, every once in a while now. Hmm. I also, since I'm the eternal optimist, I also still think we're going to come back, <laughs> even though we closed at our theater. Uh, I have heard rumblings that maybe it would happen somewhere else at a different theater. And if I'm lucky enough to still be in it, I think I can continue doing both of the things that I'm doing right now. Yeah. Uh, 
I think that it could come back and I could come back as a happier. Yeah. You know? It's funny because if someone had told you when you were doing the thing before COVID, I bet you would say, and again, correct me, jump in and you know, jump all over me if this is wrong. I don't want to project anything. But mm-hmm. I'm hearing that, you know, if someone said, man, you're really busy, you go, yeah, I, I'm really happy, but I'm really, you know, I'm really busy. Yeah. But not that you felt like you're missing anything, but you would probably acknowledge, would it be true to say you, would, you could acknowledge that you were very busy at that time? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm also hearing you say, which is really exciting, that when it comes back, that you feel that you have enough space to do both, to be at choice, to have recognized, to have had the perspective, and to still have all of it in your life. So talk to me about how you're able to create that space. Well, it's, I mean, my kids are a little bit older now, so one stays up until after the show. So I get to see him at night, and we watch a show together. And one I get to hang out with during the day if I'm on Broadway. And this new, newfound career, I could compartmentalize and just, you know, it's really just in its baby stages. So I can compartmentalize and make it and build it slowly on a, on a day on the weekend and, mm-hmm. you know, be able to do that. And, you know, it takes a lot of time and focus to be able to do all of these things. And it, again, there's failures left and right. Mm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And it, it's interesting because that's a very, you know, when we, when we think about, you know, bringing your head to heart or whatever. Um, when I asked you, you, you gave me a very specific head response to, well, this is how you do it. And it was sort of scheduled. I can do this. And then at eight o'clock, I can do that. Now I can do that. My wife has a good job. And let me rephrase the question. When I asked you, how did you create this space? How did you create the space of possibility in your head that it isn't one or the other? The, you mean, how did COVID make this happen? No, how did David make this happen? How did David, I mean, COVID was the, the thing that shut down the show. I have your answer now. Okay, great. Yeah, so go for it. Well, I have my answer now too. Yeah. So the way that I made space was, first of all, I had a little, I, I did have a little more time and I did find meditation, certain different meditations and and breath work, which allowed me to really know what I wanted. But I still saw myself as actor, singer, Dave. And that's what brings people joy. I sing, I'm actually this 50 year old man joined TikTok and I sing songs with my son and sing other songs. Uh, But then I'm sure you've heard the story of um, a friend of mine, uh, Nick Cordero. Yes. who, Who recently passed. Yes. You'd light it up when you saw him because he was just so, <laughs> just everything seemed like it came directly from his heart. Mm. So, just kind. So, his wife, uh, when he was in the hospital, she started playing his song, Live Your Life, at six o'clock, three o'clock every night, uh, uh, LA time, six o'clock here. And they have a baby named Elvis, and I happen to have an Elvis suit. And so I started listening to the song. You've made videos and you post them and then she posted them. And one day I wore my eldest suit and realized that she was really moved by everybody doing this and wanted more comedy and wanted, wanted it. and wanted. So for about 80 days, I made a new video, either singing or dancing or stopping traffic and saying honk your horn for Nick. And his song uh, is called Live Your Life. And she was such a positive, honest uh, open, uh, vulnerable person on vi- uh, that she, they really 
changed my life. And it really was that that was the final straw of like, what am I doing? I want to try this and do this and, and live every second as if it's, you know, life is precious and life is short. And I want to live every moment. And so that was what I said, you know what? I have to take an action now. So mm. it, it, <laughs> I'm really grateful and thankful to them because I feel like that's what changed me through this. That's amazing. Yeah. That is absolutely absolutely beautiful and speaks so highly to you and who you are actually um you know and to your value of wanting to to serve for to 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 contribute yeah mm, yeah yeah no that's that's really beautiful i know you're very well known for your comedy right huh <laughs> crossing my eyes you can't see that's my that's my broadway face yes <laughs> and and it sounds like you're you're very willing to give the people what they want, so to speak. Yes. yes. And it sounds like you've done that for a long time. And it, and not that it doesn't, I don't feel that there's any resentment whatsoever. I feel like in fact that uh, the opposite, I feel like um, it was connect, it's connected to your value of making, giving, of making people yeah. joyful. And, and, and it's interesting because if we were coaching, I would say, how can you connect that back to, to yourself? It's a beautiful, beautiful attribute. I don't mean to take away from it, but you literally, and I wrote it down, you literally said, that's what they want. This was earlier on when you were talking about, you know, I'm an actor and I do comedy and, you know, I can be funny because, you know, that's what they want. And that stood out to me. I was like, huh. So the question is, when you're doing whatever you're doing, whether it be Mm -hmm. acting or being with your boys or, you know, or your, your kids, your wife or being alone or whatever. The question is, when when you're doing whatever you do, what does David want? What does David want? This is going to take a few more episodes and a few more coachings. What does David want? Of course, we know that David wants to make people happy. And that brings me joy, for sure. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm connection, love, uh, joy, people being moved by me or by moved by the energy that was moving through me so that that's connection right Mm -hmm. when I was 21 on an acid trip I remember writing uh just something about moments and it was a huge thing and that the the making moments having moments living moments those are that's that's what David that's what I want Mm. all different kinds I love that that's beautiful. What are you learning when you think about that? What are you learning about yourself? Uh, well, I'm learning that I'm moving in the, in the, in the right direction. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of me for sure that does, that, that does a lot uh, in, in what I would consider almost a little bit of a negative for other people mm-hmm. and will do other things before I get to what I need, want to get to. I certainly have spent a lot of time doing that and that's brought a piece of happiness, but I am moving towards realizing that I think, you know, put your uh, oxygen mask on first mm-hmm. in the airplane. I'm learning at 50 how to be able to, um, to, to live more in that capacity. How much does the phrase, the journey is the thing, resonate with you? 99, 99, 98, 99%. Wow. So, so let's talk about the 1%. 
<laughs> or the fluctuating one, two, one, two percent. I just want to leave a little bit there just in case. In case of what? <laughs> in case, no, I don't want to leave it there just in case. Um, the journey is, what, what was this, the last word? Journey, the, the, the precept that I said the journey is the thing, which is kind of the way I always frame it. It really is. I like that. It's almost 100%. <laughs> Okay, we on a lot on another call. We'll talk about <laughs> that one percent. Amazing! This is so cool. And joy is obviously, you know, I mean, it, it emanates from who you are for sure. What is your definition of joy? My definition of joy, a definition of joy. Your personal definition, not your dictionary definition. Oh, yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. no right or wrong. Yeah. My personal definition of joy laughing, loving, kindness, connection, vulnerability, um, magic, like, um, what's not, not magic, well, yeah, sure, magic, but um, like allowing, allowing magic to flow through you. Mm, amazing. I love that. You're getting super woo. That, that was the most woo-wooest of woo-woo things that I've said the whole time. That's awesome. What does joy feel like? Watching my son play baseball, joyful. Getting to sing and connect with an audience when you don't even know how it's coming out of you. Just, it's just coming out of you. You, you, you. you don't do it yourself. You just allow it to, to, to flow. Mm. Uh, running, like run, finishing a marathon. Um, a delicious meal, a, a, a little conversation with your wife, uh, walking the dog, a sunset. Oh my God, it's just coming out. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Wow. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. Yay. So many, I feel all warm and tingly inside. I feel great. <laughs> no, that's great. Your imagery is beautiful too. And um, it's funny that I'm just going to point out that uh, walking the dog got listed twice. Just saying. <laughs> My dog uh, got hit by a car during COVID. Oh, oh no. She's seven, seven months old and she broke her leg in three places. Mm. So she's wearing a cast and she's so loving and fun. And I mean, she was crazy. And there were times where we would, during COVID where she'd be pooping in the house and peeing and when she got hit by the car, we just said, please just let her come home and poop and pee in the house. Mm -hmm. and literally a week later, she's, I got this cast, but I'm running around. And so I guess that's why that moment is strong. And I guess I'm doing that with my wife and a really close friend who actually taught me about, um, she, she showed me the place where, where, where I decided to become a health coach. Mm. So there's a lot of positive, I guess, in the dog walks. Yeah. Interesting. I love having someone tell me things that I'm saying. <laughs> I need a coach. Yes, you do. That's my job. I'm, I'm available. Love it. Uh, so what do you know will be true about you no matter what happens? Hmm. I like these questions. I'm going to find the joyous. That's probably the first thing. Whatever happens, I'm going to find the, the joyous positive in it. Even right. if I'm not happy at the moment that, you know, if something bad happens, I'm sure there'll be time for sadness, but that, that I'll find that there's a, a positive way forward. Yeah. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> so you like to make people laugh. What makes you laugh? Well, what makes me the happiest is crying, but I will go and I'll tell you what makes me laugh is seeing my children and my wife laugh 
really makes me laugh. Mm. Smile or laugh? You said laugh, right? Yeah, laugh. Like, you know, when you, when, because uh, laughing, you know, it's, di- it's different when you're a professional comedian, right? Because, yeah. y- you know, that the goal is to make people laugh. Yeah. So I'm interested if you've experienced much just, you know, not where someone's trying to make you laugh, because I'm sure people try to make you laugh too, uh, you know. But, yeah. you know, just is there a moment that stands out to you? And maybe it is with you, your kids and your wife, like where you just suddenly find yourself laughing. Well, okay. So uh, when I was playing this game with my wife and kids, where you have to put something in your mouth and you have to say things funny, <laughs> and you can you have to figure out what what the person's saying. And my wife's was uh, scoop the poop off the lawn, I think. And hers was she was going, <laughs> and everyone was laughing. And I believe she Peter pants. Oh my god. And, I cannot, and so I was almost throwing up from laughter. Oh, so that's, that's awesome. one of the biggest, most recent moments. That's um, awesome. I mean, I laugh a lot, but not, right. When people are trying to make me laugh, I don't laugh as much. Yeah, for sure. Life. Yeah, I mean, I believe, you know, that there's fight, flight, and there's laughter. All these instinctive things. <laughs> yeah. 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 Amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm enjoying our conversation so Me much. Too. So I really, I like to ask all my guests, what are the top three things that have happened so far today? Today? Mm-hmm. Wow. Am I really going to say it for the third time? So I'll say my dog walk. Uh, I'll say my meditation. It's, it's early, so I haven't done too much yet. And then making breakfast for myself and my son. Great. I love that. And yeah, what are you most looking forward to today? Most looking forward to. So it's two o'clock. Um, I'm super excited to finally have like a good amount of hours today to work on getting my email list and, and my, um, I'm making a big giant quote book of all my favorite quotes and up for my new career so that's one that's two and then the baseball game tonight yeah wow you give me three (laughs) david i so appreciate you taking the time to be in the moment with me today thank you so much for having me this was i've learned a lot i'm so excited to uh to uh, speak again yeah no absolutely i've been speaking today with david josephsberg thanks for listening stay safe and healthy everyone and remember to live in the moment And we are out. In music, stop time is that beautiful moment where the band is suspended in rhythmic unison, supporting the soloist to express their individuality. In the moment, I encourage you to take that time and create your own rhythm. Until next time, I'm Lisa Hopkins. Thanks for listening.